Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Texas Devil Running Talk Show. Today we have Ryan Hill on, and he's going to talk a little bit about his Bandera 100K experience. But before we get to that, we have two announcements. One, we have a huge clothing sale. Everything's like 20% off right now, so you can get a hoodie for like 20 bucks right now. And whenever you buy a product, each product you buy, it enters you into a raffle for a running warehouse gift card. So, guys, if you haven't gone to our shop and got some Texas Double Running merch, make sure you guys go and uh, get, get you some some merch there. And then also, guys, we have a Patreon. So if you want to donate a few dollars a month uh, to help out the show and get some other perks with that as well, you guys can definitely do that. Um, so, Ryan, tell us, man, how have you been? What's going on, Briston? I'm happy to be here, man. Excited uh, to be on your show. Yeah. Um, been good, man. Uh, uh, Bandera was, what, now about a, about a month ago now. So took a couple couple weeks to kind of recover and uh, uh, regroup my legs and body. and uh, um, But now I'm kind of picking back the running up again and, uh, you know, kind of choosing what's next and uh, what to focus on next and uh, how I'm going to I'm going to go about this next training block. Yeah. Um, so you're from, you're from Denison, Texas. And yeah. so training in Denison, how were you able to train for Bandera 100 K in Denison? Cause I know Denison does have some pretty good hills North. Um, but tell us a little bit like how you were training for the Bandera 100 K. It's a good question. I uh, mean, Denison is a, a hidden gym. Um, there are, there's trails and uh, gravel roads and, and, you know, nice wide uh, residential streets to run on. Um, it's kind of, uh, um, it's really grown recreationally. I think um, mountain biking and, and cycling and running, that seems to be more prevalent in this area, but there's awesome trails to hit. Um, I, I would say two closest trails to hit around this area um, like Bandera um, would be either Eisenhower State Park or Cross Timbers Trail Run. That get that those trails throw uh, some steep um, inclines and declines and uh, and uh, especially Cross. You know, there's technical. Yeah, especially Cross Timbers. Cross Timbers with uh, Cripple Creek, I believe. Uh, that's a nice uh, doozy of a downhill technical. Um, very similar to uh, uh, Bandera, so. As much as I could, I, I, my Sunday long runs, especially, I would try to head out to Eisenhower or uh, definitely Cross Timbers. Yeah, yeah. And I saw uh, before the run, you were doing, I think you did like 20, like a 26 mile or 30 mile run or something like that. Uh, what was like the longest run you did before the before the race? And so this has uh, been by far the best training block before a race that I've ever had. And, um, I think a lot of that, a lot of things in that are coming to play. I'm just growing as the runner and, um, learning so much, uh, from my coach, Jason Hamill. Um, but let's see, leading up to Bandera, um, I had three really, uh, breakthrough long runs and, uh, all three of those were, um, and I wouldn't suggest this for anybody, but, uh, uh, but all three of those runs were 26 plus miles. Um, one of them was a 50 K progression on a, on a treadmill because it's bad weather, but, uh, um, man, I had some, uh, some nice long runs, um, a moderate 26 mile run, 
And uh, I would say that 50K progression was probably my, um, the best long run I had leading up to Bandera. Yeah. And dude, what I love about your training. So guys, if you don't know, when I first met Ryan, he was running, I think it was the monster half marathon, the Oktoberfest or whatever it was. Yeah. I met him there and um, I followed him on Strava and stuff. And his training is like, I, I love his training. He runs his easy days easy and takes his hard days hard. And for example, he would run like a lot of miles at like eight minute pace, but like for the half marathon, he was running like six minute something pace because he t- he's taking his easy days easy. And I just love that training regimen for, for stuff like that. And then uh, for the longer distances, uh, did you do like weight training um, going into it as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, uh, I've been doing, uh, I've been doing strength training um, with exercise bands and, um, um, lower body strength training for, for runners. Uh, um, if you want a good, good workout, Nick Simmons, he has some great lower body, uh, he's an Olympic 800 yeah. meter runner. I'm sure you know about him. Uh, uh, he's got some great workouts on his YouTube channel. Um, but I've implemented, uh, uh, a pretty strict, uh, program two to three days a week, uh, strength training one day a week, uh, or sometimes twice a week, uh, exercise bands. And, uh, man, that's really played a key role in, I would say into those longer runs. When you get past that two hour, that two hour time uh, of running and you're so depleted and, um, you know, uh, that, that strength is a huge factor. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like every guest like that comes on here, whenever they're talking about training for like an ultra or a trail race, they always talk about doing strength training. So like strength training is almost a must for ultra trail running. Um, but tell us a little bit about like you're going into Bandera 100K the night before. And were you on the starting line with Ryan Miller talking to him? Uh, tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so that was a, a- Big, uh, I mean, there's a few reasons why I picked Bandera. And, uh, of course, uh, one of my uh, biggest goals is to get to Western States 100 uh, eventually. I knew uh, I knew it would be a tough uh, time to, to get a top uh, podium finish at Bandera. Such an elite field like Ryan Miller, uh, Olympic trials qualifier. And uh, uh, I think Matt Daniels was there. And... Uh, uh, he's a sub four minute miler and, uh, I mean, uh, veteran runner, both of those guys, there was a, a lot of elites out there. And that was uh, a big reason why I chose the race. Um, it is the most elite field trail, uh, ultra in Texas. Um, I would say, and, uh, it, <laughs> I didn't get to, to run much with those guys. They, uh, they hopped out there uh, pretty quickly off the, off the gun. Um, but I was right behind them. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. I didn't get to talk to them much, but uh, it, it, it was cool uh, to see their times and to see the, uh, to see their crew and, and how they worked. They're real pros, man. They, they thought about every aspect of the run and that, I mean, there's so much to think about uh, of an ultra trail run. There's so much that goes into it from crewing and your splits and your, and, you know, how you're going to fuel and, uh, um, man, they had a whole team there and it was really cool to see that. Yeah. 
Yeah, man. I feel like that'd be, I don't know, man. My goal also one day is to, you know, make it to Western States. I think that's every ultra and trail runners. Yeah. Um, so man, it sounds like you, you actually ended up placing really good. There were like 300 runners or something like that. I think, uh, what was your place? I've placed uh 24th, I believe. Um, uh, I was, I think my A goal, uh, was around to, to, to complete the race under 10 hours. And I ended up coming in around, uh, 10 hours, 46 minutes. Um, I'm telling you though, next year I've got that sub 10 for sure. I, I've uh, definitely learned a lot with this run. Um, and, uh, I definitely know what I need to focus on this next year for sure to improve my time. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm excited to see how you do. Um, like, like I said, I'm following you on Strava, so I'm seeing all your training and you're one of the fastest guys up in this North Texas area. I mean, uh, all the local races, it seems like you just keep winning all of them. You won some 5k in like Denison or Sherman or something like that. So, um, yeah, man, I'm excited to see what you end up doing and your training has been going really, really good. Um, have you always been a, a runner? Did you run in like college, high school or how did you come about? You know, I'm, uh, haven't always been a runner. Um, I was very, you know, I'm 30 now and I would say I've been, uh, a runner. I would call myself a runner now for two years and a couple months. I started, uh, August 2018. So, um, that was your classic, uh, uh, you know, story of, uh, getting married, having a, have, you know, having a family, full-time job. And then, uh, next thing I know, I'm, eating left and right and not working out. And, uh, I look down at the scale and, you know, 200 pounds. So, uh, and that was, that was, uh, that was what got me into running. I just wanted to lose some weight and, uh, the competitor in me started to come back up. And, uh, um, I played tennis in high school. I went to state for, uh, Sherman high school, um, my junior and senior year, um, for doubles. Um, uh, I think, the most we had ever ran um, for the tennis team growing up was like a couple of miles, if that. So, I mean, not a lot of experience running. Um, I, uh, but what kind of really got me into it was I, I, I was uh, addicted to just getting faster and getting better at it and uh, seeing, you know, seeing uh, my weight come off. That was another aspect of it. But then I go back to work. I work a, uh, at a, at a car dealership. So it's like a big old country club up there. And, uh, um, a lot of those guys are not very uh, active. And, uh, so I, I'm losing all this weight and I go back up to work and I'm kind of feeling good about myself, you know, and, uh, I'd only been running maybe a few months and, uh, uh, lost maybe 30 pounds and, you know, starting to, starting to look good. And, uh, I, I started bragging about how I ran, four or five miles this weekend. And, uh, uh, I was like, I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to sign up for a marathon. Um, I'm going to train for a marathon. And, uh, everyone just thought I was completely crazy and, uh, that I, I couldn't do it. Well, that just fueled my fire even more. So I signed up for a, a half marathon, uh, the Dallas, uh, BMW half marathon, um, December, 2018. That was my first race. And, uh, uh, so I go back and bragging about, uh, to the guys that work. So that kind of ha- kept my, kept me, uh, kept me focused on, on training and, uh, to actually sign up for a marathon eventually. And, 
and uh, and uh, complete a marathon and go back and brag to the guys at work. But now I'm just uh, I've caught the running bug and I can't quit. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. Same thing happened to me. I think it was about two years ago or something like that. I think it's actually three now. Uh, but yeah, you just catch it sometimes and you, it just becomes part of your life. Um, well, oh, it's definitely uh, part of who I am. It's definitely my identity now. And uh, I'm thankful for that. I really am. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, running is just something that it's not only is it healthy. I mean, unless you run a uh, hundred miles, but um, it's just, <laughs> I mean, the community is just so awesome and um, it's just a really awesome thing. And when you're running, you're just in your natural state, your mind's clear and you're just, you can think about whatever. And it's, I don't know, it's just nice. Um, so was the Bandera 100K, was that your first 100K race? Yes, um, that was uh, my third official trail ultra or ultra. And um uh, I've done a 50 K trail run before in the uh, 24 hours, uh, run, which was silly. And, uh, and then, yeah, this was my first like official hundred K race for sure. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Uh, the fact you placed that and it's your first hundred K like that. I, I'm excited to see what you do in like a year or two or a couple years. Like, I feel like you're gonna, cause you're also so new to running. So when a lot of people are like kind of peeking out around this time, you're kind of fresh and new to it all. So um, I think you definitely have the, um, the the Western states in the bag in the next few years. And that'd be awesome. Hey, when you do, by the way, I'm going to get you on the show. All right. So don't forget. me. Yes, please. Do. <laughs> I won't. Um, so what's probably what's like the most memorable thing from Bandera 100K? Well, um question i would say just uh having my coach with me he paced me um on the second loop so the bandera 100k was 250k loops and uh um i came in uh, uh he, he was he came in to uh pace me on the second loop and he was going to try to hang as as much as he could um for with me on that second loop um so I came in on the first loop uh, around four hours, 53 minutes. I came in super, super focused. And, uh, um, uh, I changed, uh, I changed socks real quick and I, I took in some fuels and then, uh, grabbed Jason Hamill and, uh, friend slash coach. He's, I've been with him for about a year now. And, uh, we took off on, on the second loop and I was feeling all right at that time. Um, but the, the first, five or six miles of the loop is your probably your toughest part of the course with there's like, uh, I think there's 3,500 feet of climbing in that first few, uh, uh, six, seven miles of the, of the loop. And, uh, so the goal was to kind of keep it dialed back, uh, for that section. And then, uh, towards the later, uh, sections where it's, flattens out a little bit and I could kind of open up and pick up some speed and, you know, maybe run those sections. And, uh, um, he, he really kept me dialed back at, at that point. And I had some stomach issues going and, uh, we got up to, I, I couldn't keep, uh, gels down. Um, there was, I, I would take, I was taking Martin gels and I would put a gel down, take some water and, 
three minutes later, I, it would just come right back up. And, uh, and, uh, so he, he was kind of coaching me on the course and he, he's a real veteran with these ultra runs and, uh, 10 plus hour runs. And, um, yeah, I guess he, he really understands like kind of what the body's going through at that time and, uh, told me to, to, to get up at this next stage station and, uh, uh, taking some solid foods like tortilla strips or PB and J and some mashed potatoes was really what did the trick. Um, uh, but he helped me kind of figure things out up there. Um, if I was out there by myself, I, I don't know if I could have, uh, rebounded like that and, um, figured out things and, and had, and, and was able to, to finish as strong as I did. Um, so having him there, uh, was a, a unique, uh, special experience for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And, um, man, I'm stoked that you were up there and that you just competed as well as you did and you're able to push through, um, and being from, you know, the local area, it's just cool to see. Um, so I have some questions that I ask every guest that's on the show. And the first one, which is probably my favorite question is if you could only pick one song for runs for the rest of your life, what song would you choose? Oh man, I, I changed my music so much. Uh, you know, I don't know if, I don't know if a particular song uh, I would pick, but I am into more instrumentals and stuff. So, um, what am I listening to? Uh, uh, go check this out. You're not going to know who he is, uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, it's called cafe press by Hoochie. And, uh, it's just a, a really cool beat that I like running to uh, these days, but uh, that could change probably next week. So, <laughs> Yeah, I'll definitely have to check it out. I mean, it's better yeah. than, than choosing. Um, I think the song was something. It was something by Lady Gaga, but Runbum was on here and he was talking about how it, um, he listened to like some Lady Gaga song that was terrible for like, 12 hours straight on a run or something as like just a mental thing. I don't know. It was weird, but hey, I don't even know. Hey, I've got some Justin Bieber songs in my, uh, my playlist (laughs) right now. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to say with my, with my music, it's always changing. It's always some like different stuff. So, um, man, that's cool. Um, let me, let me pull in here. And so what's your kind of like pre race day ritual for all your races? Well, I'm still trying to develop that a little bit. Um, I, I really, uh, if I could figure out how to sleep the night before a race, my, my mind is racing. Um, so I need to figure out how to relax the mind a little bit. So that's just take some uh, uh, melatonin. Yeah. Yeah. That could help for sure. Uh, maybe less coffee the day before or something too. I'm always jittery. Um, but, I, what I the night before a race, the last five or six races, um, I've been eating sushi, and uh, and that's been uh, really helpful for me. I feel like I haven't had any stomach issues, or I mean, of course you're going to have some issues ten hours into a race or eight hours into a race, but um, it's been working out really well for me. Um, but still, it's a, a development and process, so. Yeah. Yeah. I love sushi. I used to, 
Um, when I, whenever I was back in Gainesville, when I am in Gainesville, I'm always hitting up, uh, it's called Puku, and they have some awesome California rolls. So, uh, man, yeah, yeah. it's definitely a, a way to go. Um, so before we wrap this show up, what's one thing of advice you got for our listeners or, or something you want to tell them? Yeah, so like you kind of touched on earlier, Briston, uh, this past year, I've learned so much, and I would say the biggest piece of advice uh, I could give, um, you know, I'm still a huge student of the sport, um, but it, yeah, it's easy days easy and hard days hard. Uh, you could have a, a, a mediocre run every day, um, but the time race day comes, you're only going to be slightly better than those mediocre runs. And um, uh, I've really noticed that. And uh, uh, so every run has a focus now, you know, and uh, every run there's um, uh, intent behind it and uh, consistency and uh, is another thing. So consistency and easy days, easy and hard workouts, hard. And that's what I would say. Classic answer there. hundred percent, man. Yeah, that was really good. Um, definitely a philosophy I agree with and a lot of other people do. And, uh, yeah, definitely take the take the easy days easy. And sometimes it's more like a humility humility thing to where you know you're gonna have to post it on Strava, so you don't want to run slow. Yeah. You know what people are gonna think, but it's for the better, and um, it's just better long term as well. So, um, yeah, man. That was yeah, absolutely. Fun. Long term, long term, especially. Uh, I haven't had any injuries, um, any injuries this past year, and it's been. Uh, I've never trained as hard. So, I mean, it's um, definitely, I think, uh, says something to keeping um, your easy days easy and stuff. So, yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, um, guys, I'm going to be leaving his, uh, his, you want me to leave your Strava and like your Instagram in the description below if people want to be able to find you or reach out to you for any questions. Yes. Okay. Yeah, please do. Yeah, I'm going to leave all that stuff below, guys. And I'm going to be tagging him on Instagram, posting a bunch of clips on YouTube. So it'll all be there. Um, so, guys, make sure you leave a good rating on this show, um, preferably a five-star rating. If you're listening on the Apple Podcast, just scroll down, click the five stars. And then also, guys, we got a Patreon. So if you want to help out the show and get some perks with that as well, um, the Patreon is below as well. So thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys next Saturday.